With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Discover, this is Daniela. Hi, it's Jennifer Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Do you like asparagus and mushroom sorbet? I've got leftovers. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Cuse podcast, covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on The Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking about Bayheim's Army in the Final Four and Syracuse basketball in the NBA Summer League. I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Matt D'Agostino, and our guest today is Bayheim's Army General Manager, Kevin Belby. Kevin, welcome back to the program. I appreciate that intro. I feel like uh, that was a starting lineup introduction. I'm ready to play. <laughs> right, Kevin, we will get you started on this one. And a big congratulations to you and Bayheim's Army rallying from a 16-point halftime deficit to defeat Team Foe 72-67 to to head to the basketball tournament Final Four. I still have no idea how you guys did it. So tell me, how did you do it? Yeah, and by the way, we were down 16 or whatever at halftime. And, you know, what we've... we've Everybody goes in the locker room. We've got a little halftime speech. Everybody gets on the same page, and I expect us to come out strong. We actually dig ourselves into an even deeper hole, <laughs> and we get down by 25 with 12 minutes to go, and you're just kind of looking at the scoreboard saying, that's a lot of time. Um, but, you know, slowly we started to make shots, and it was funny. Even when we make shots, I think we cut it to 17, and the crowd was going, and we were feeling good. Uh, and they call a timeout, but I'm looking up at the scoreboard saying it's still almost 20 points. We, you know, we barely uh, cracked a dent here. But, you know, our guys, they didn't give up. I think Ryan Blackwell did a great job of just putting five guys on the floor who, you know, maybe, maybe you wouldn't say, you know, are our five most talented guys. Maybe they are. But put the five guys on the floor who just weren't going to give up, who were going to play as hard as possible. Uh, so, you know, credit to him for the adjustments and credit to our guys for just continuing to fight little by little. You know, it started, I think, even from the free throw line. We really made a lot of foul shots. And, um, you know, kind of the old adage is that, you know, you, you want to see the ball go through the hoop. So that made us feel good. And, you know, not to be too cheesy here, but the crowd really changed the game. Um, it was a packed house at LIU Brooklyn and a much smaller gym, obviously, than the Carrier Dome. So it got very very loud in there so i don't think team foe team foe expected us to make start making shots i certainly know they didn't expect that crowd and that gym to get so loud and it uh it 100 percent rattled them um and changed the game for us and you know calvin this is actually the furthest that Bayheim's army has gotten in the three seasons it's participated in tbt so tell me what's been the biggest difference this season it's funny you know because even last year i think we had a more on paper, a more talented team, but this this is the best 
team we've had. Um, all these guys are willing to sacrifice for one another. Uh, they don't really care who gets the credit. Um, they just want to win. So, you know, even even a guy like Trevor Cooney is, you know, a great example. He he didn't play at all in the second half the other day, but totally engaged. Totally, and, and you know, he could be, and he, you know, playing more on our team. He definitely would be playing more on other teams. Like, you know, he's a went to two Final Fours in his time at Syracuse. Um, I'm a big fan of his, him and his game. But you know, it's somebody like that who doesn't even play in the second half and is still cheering on the team, um, cla- clapping for everybody, just being a part of it, and you know, thrilled as everybody else when we win. That's what it takes when you're trying to win six games in a row. That's what it takes when it's trying to win when you're trying to win two million dollars. And you know, we're about to play a team that's uh, won this, never lost a game in the tournament. They won the last two years, and they're obviously undefeated this year. And that that's uh, kind of their identity. They don't care who gets the credit, who scores all the points, because at the end of the day, they win money. So that's, uh, I think that's the difference for us this year, and um, it's, it's definitely shown off. Now, interesting article from Syracuse.com's Chris Carlson earlier in the week about Deshante Riley, and I'm going to give you the mm-hmm. specific quote that I'm going to ask you about. Quote, Kevin Belby hit me up and put the pressure on me, Riley said. I wasn't doing anything. I don't know, man. He went to law school and everything, and he's got that lawyer talk. He was really convincing, end quote. So, Kevin, you are a lawyer. Yeah. How did you convince Deshante to join the team? Oh, that's a good question. I guess uh, maybe I can just take the cheap way out and attribute it to Syracuse University College of Law. Great school. <laughs> but um, I don't know. You know, this is, uh, this is a really unique opportunity, the basketball tournament. It's, it's, uh, it's a life-changing opportunity. But – with anything else in your life, you know, you've got, you've got to uh, take advantage of what's in front of you. Um, you know, Deshante is like a really talented guy. And um, I say that in terms of he's multi-talented, not just basketball. You know, he's a, he's a music producer now and starting to build that career. Um, but, you know, I said to him, look, this could be, uh, if, you, if you don't want to play basketball for the rest of your life, that's, uh, you know, I totally respect that decision. Um, but this could be a platform for your music. You know, you could be making money to uh, to fund it. And get it'll help get uh, the word out there for for it. So I would expect big things from him. I expected big things from him from the tournament in this tournament. But uh, I'd expect big things from him in the music producing game at some point. You know, he had actually a, a big meeting uh, while we were playing in New York City at a major record company here in New York. Um, so he's like I said, he's a talented guy. Um, sometimes you just need uh, good friends in your life to help you, you know, see see great opportunities in front of you. So I didn't really do much. It was uh, it was him, and um, I really do not think. You know, I think when we first went on the team, there were a couple of Syracuse fans who were like, "Oh, Deshante Riley, like, where's he coming from?" You know, um, but we definitely are not playing in the Final Four without him. I would say that. And, Kevin, we'll get you out of here on this one, and you just touched on it earlier. Overseas Elite is your next opponent. They're a two-time defending champion, and you have them next on August 1st at 9 p.m., Coppin State University to be aired on ESPN, so make sure you tune in if you can't get to the game. Tell me how you're going to overcome these guys and make it to the finals. Great question. Well, I'll tell you what. If we get down by 25, that's not a team that's going to let us come back from 25 down. They don't make a lot of mistakes, so we, we can't make mistakes um, we've got to be team-oriented. Um, the zone has to be unlike anything they've seen in the tournament or unlike anything they've seen overseas, uh, and I think it will be. 
hopefully that can be uh, a difference maker for us, a secret weapon. Um, but we've got to continue to trust each other, do our thing. You know, I think the way that Coach Beheim runs his program is, you know, I try to, you know, emulate uh, Beheim's Army in, in the same way possible. Um, and, you know, uh, for us, you know, he often, uh, you know, allows our team to, to go out there, have fun, play together, play hard. But usually um, it's not about what the other team does. It's, it's about what we do. And that's kind of like what, what, what he preaches at times. And, you know, for, for what we do, what we can control, we can control talking in the zone, being active in the zone, um, the, having high energy on defense and on offense, just trusting each other. And I really think that if we do what we're supposed to do, if we live up to our potential, um, we can win these next two games. It's not, it's not about what any other team can do. It's, it's about if we, um, we come out there ready to play. Kevin, thank you so much for coming back on the program. Again, Bayheim's Army General Manager, Kevin Belby. Kevin, best of luck in the basketball tournament Final Four. Bring home that championship for Orange Nation. Great job today. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Wesco Orange. Awesome stuff from our friend Kevin Belby. And I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online senior columnist in NBA TV's Matt D'Agostino. Matt, how are you today? Good, Wes. How are you? I'm doing well. And Matt, you were in the Orlando Summer League and you were in the Las Vegas Summer League covering the NBA Summer League. You got to catch up with a bunch of Syracuse alums. So let's start with the 24th pick of the NBA draft, Syracuse alum Tyler Lydon. How did he do and how do you think he fits with the Denver Nuggets? Um, I, I wouldn't say it was his strongest week. I think he uh, you know, was one of those guys that took a little while to get going and uh, uh, a guy that you know, some people maybe expected a little bit more from. I think there's there's definitely some upside there. There's some potential there, and I think people realize that. But uh, like so many of these guys in the summer league, I, I think the first thing he needs to do is is add some strength. He needs to get stronger. He needs to get bigger uh, to deal with the NBA bodies that he's going to face night in and night out. Uh, I think the one thing that he does have going for him that a lot of people recognize is his shooting ability and his, his athletic ability kind of overall. Uh, so I think that'll help him. Um, I, I don't know that he sees a ton of minutes with this Denver Nuggets team, but I think it's a style that fits his game pretty well. Uh, just kind of a, they're one of those run and gun space and pace kind of teams. So his athleticism, his three point shooting ability will, will definitely help him in that regard. But um, I was even able to talk to one of the Nuggets assistant coaches and he said, you know, he, he's got potential there, but it may take a while for him to develop an NBA game. Matt, another Syracuse alum that you spoke with was Rakeem Christmas. He was recently waived by the Indiana Pacers and didn't play much after he suffered an ankle injury. So what does it look like uh, for his NBA future? And um, what did it look like when he came back off the ankle injury? Yeah, I mean, he had some games where he was you know, pretty productive in Orlando. He didn't dominate or anything like that. But um, I, I don't know. I, he may be one of those guys who is um, – you know, a, a D leaguer or now a G leaguer or, uh, you know, will, will fit on the end of some NBA bench. I, I don't see him getting really uh, substantial minutes anywhere on an NBA roster at this point. He just, um, it, it just seems like he's kind of topped out where he is. He can do some things certainly at the NBA level, but I don't think he's really a, a rotation player or a, a difference maker at the NBA level. 
And Matt, the other guy you got to catch up with was Chris Joseph. And a question that you asked all the Syracuse guys that we just talked about was Mike Hopkins leaving, Jim Beheim staying. They actually all seemed genuinely surprised that Hopkins left to take the uh, head coaching position at Washington. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, it seemed to come out of nowhere for everybody, which is, is kind of good, uh, you know, for us on the outside looking in, uh, you know, it caught us off guard. So uh, at least if it caught everybody else off guard that, you know, may have some more information, at least, you know, we know it was kind of an honest surprise. But uh, Rakeem was basically saying, you know, we, we knew Coach Beheim wasn't ever really going to leave like <laughs> he said he was going to leave. So I thought that was kind of a – uh, a nice, honest moment there that, uh, you know, something that we've all been wondering the same thing about for a long time. But, yeah, no, nobody really seemed to be uh, in the know that something like that was going to happen. But everybody that I talked to uh, seemed genuinely happy for, for Hop and, uh, you know, looked forward to uh, seeing what he could do as a head coach. Matt, we're right at the end of our show. Your closing thoughts. Uh, my closing thoughts are, and I've been thinking this for some time now, and uh, as a, as a Syracuse follower, uh, a Syracuse fan, I wish some more of these guys would stay an extra year at Syracuse. Um, I, you know, some guys, you, you, can't, you can't fault a, a Malachi Richardson for being uh, a high draft pick, although I really wish he would have stayed longer. Uh, but I think between seeing the guys like Malachi Richardson, even Tyler Lydon, I think, could have benefited from an extra year on the SU Hill. But all these guys that seemingly have come out, some of them more justified than others. Um, I can go on. You know, Chris McCullough plays eight or nine games at Syracuse, tears his ACL, and he bolts for the NBA. And he's kind of in limbo now, kind of a no-man's land at the NBA level. I just wish some of these guys would stay an extra year. I think not only does it obviously help the Syracuse roster, but I think it helps them individually grow, mature, get stronger. And I, I think that's only going to help them as they kind of try to sustain an NBA career. I think we're seeing too many of these guys, while super talented, I think they're leaving an extra year uh, you know, on the table at Syracuse to go and get an NBA career. Again, you, you can't fault them for, for wanting to uh, have that kind of prosperity and success at the top level. But I, I think they'd be better off in the long run by staying a little bit more at Syracuse. Who wouldn't want to stay another year in central New York, right, Matt? <laughs> Just a tropical paradise, I know. <laughs> Matt, my closing thoughts are on the Syracuse basketball recruiting world with the Orange landing in the top five schools for 2018 forward Nate Roberts, along with Washington, Wake Forest, UConn, and Nebraska. Washington, obviously, because Mike Hopkins had recruited him. Syracuse has already gotten off to a great start by landing Darius Baisley, so I hope SU can keep the momentum going. Jalen carries another target, and uh, the, the, the window's wide open right now. It's good to kind of get that big recruit after so many guys have been you know, passing up Syracuse here uh, seemingly over the last couple of months. That's it for us. For Matt D'Agostino, this is Wes Chang reminding you that I'm not a sore loser. It's just that I prefer to win, and when I don't, I get furious. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cuse podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. This has been the Juice on the Cuse podcast. Part of the SNY.TV audio network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.